Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 126 of Psychotic and Iconic, powered by Playmaker, brought to you by Prize Picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Paul's here along with my co hosts, Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Tonight, we have our special guest, Peter, for anybody that watched the first <laughs> one. Peter, the Sheffield Shuffler, is back. We are live on PropsHQ.com, Facebook, and YouTube. Anybody watching live, please share our stream. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. What's up, boys? Yeah, man. Welcome back. Hey. Thanks for having me, dude. Welcome Updated back, the brother. studio a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You guys, check it out. Look at this. We got throwback helmets. We got goats over here. It's nice. Yeah, we're ready to rock. I like you got my name right. It's it's all about, yeah. the, it's all about the vibes, bro. That haunted me from the day I said it. <laughs> Um, I thought his name was, I knew his name was Peter. I thought it was Paul when I introduced him. I found out after the show that that was not his name. <laughs> uh, but here we are and we're ready to rock tonight. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Sheffield Shuffler from our last show. We did a topic on the teams that would struggle this season. And my brother, or the biggest disappointments or surprises, something along yeah, those lines. Yeah. yeah. Um, my brother across from me thought he was crazy. I thought he was a little crazy myself because yeah. he said that the Buccaneers were his team. Oh, it was boomer bust, mm -hmm. and they were going to bust this year. He thought that they would have a lot of offensive problems. Uh, he was spot on, spot on. That is, uh, that was some incredible work and uh, seeing the future. And he was spot on with the offensive line because that was the biggest reason because injuries. they lost Jensen and Jensen. Uh, somebody yep. else. Uh, well, they lost to uh, Christian Wirfs as well. Yeah. Well, they lost Marpet to um, was uh, retirement mm -hmm. and they lost another piece, too. So, yeah, they were down a couple pieces from the previous year. So that, that was a, that was a great prediction. Man. I mean, hats off. I watched. The I, episode, was, I thought you were crazy. I watched the episode today. And he goes, the expectations are up here. He goes, and I don't think that I think they should be down here. And I think that's the problem is that the expectations because of Tom Brady and who they are, are going to be so high that I don't think with him getting another being another year older and things like that, that he just thought that they were going to come down to earth. And six and six. He was right. So, I mean, look, they're still in the fight. Yeah, I mean, betting against a 90-year-old man really isn't that impressive. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know. um, yeah, it comes down to, yeah, protection. And when you're an aging quarterback like that and you need time in the pocket, you need to protect him. The run game was pretty much non-existent for, for the whole beginning of the season. The last um, two games. Yeah, the last two games were really kind of stepped up with Fournette. Um, but, yeah, it was a little nice, uh, 
you know, preseason. Was that preseason? What was it? Was it that, was. It was like, yeah, I think you, yeah. it was episode 112. It was right around all, it was right at the end of August, I think. Yeah, it was like, yeah, because we were doing like before the season starts, yeah. right? Where everything mm -hmm. would fall. Um, Did you guys tweet this out, by the way? I want to make sure I retweet it. Oh, uh, I believe so. We should have. We better have. Yeah, we better have. Yeah, we should have. We are? Oh, yeah, we're live on Twitter. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, we're yeah. live on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I see myself. The chef hey, is back, handsome, baby. Handsome. I got to yeah. make sure I, I retweet it, dude. All right. All right, so let's start it off uh, tonight. We're going to go with the Raiders. Uh, they are minus six playing the Rams. Do you guys know who, if Baker is starting or is it John Wolford? Yeah, right? We didn't get an answer. I think they're going to use them all. Well, no, apparently John Wolford might be out for an injury. <laughs> Or it, it feels like tryouts. I don't know. That, that, that's the yeah. kind of feel that I have going into the game. I don't I, know about you guys. I thought it was going to be a mixture, too. Baker will come in a very limited amount of plays, right? So they said he studied the playbook on his flight from Carolina to L.A. So I'm sure it was a abbreviated uh, playbook and said, hey, this is the installment we want you to learn. You know, 17, 20 plays, whatever it is, formations. And then, like you say, you could bring Wolford in or fucking is Perkins playing. Perkins, yeah. yeah, right. I think they're all active. Yeah, I mean, the three of them this year couldn't. Gonna be a shit show. <laughs> I I genuinely feel bad for my man tonight if he has to play. Well, why? But it's not fair. Yeah, it is not fair. It's on. Like, I agree. Look, his career is on the line. But an opportunity is an opportunity. It is, but it's different because when you're fighting for your for your life. As a, as a starter in the NFL, you don't want to go out there and look any worse than you already have. His career is on life support. Yeah, he's That's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, he's he's Baker Wilson. <laughs> so Or Russell Mayfield, whatever way you want to go. Although he returns as number 17. I do like the move, though. I So here's the thing. Weirdly. We talked about this a little bit off camera. I'm just putting in a teaser real quick. Oh, okay, good. you're good, man. We, uh, me and Nick talked about this last night, Chef, and uh, off camera after we were saying, and I was saying that I didn't understand the move. Then it came out that they can get a comp uh, compensatory pick for him. So I'm like, okay, that's smart business. You need a quarterback. Once I saw that, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I said to Nick, I'm like, could it be that Matt Stafford is thinking about retirement with injuries and things like that, and they're taking a stab at Baker's talent? Because, look, Baker has played awful for the better part of the last two years, season and a half, he hasn't played well. But, I mean, he's not – I don't think he's a bum. Well, no, I, I just looked at you crazy because I don't think the Rams are looking to even think about Baker Mayfield being their future quarterback. Lincoln Riley and Sean I, just, I don't friends. see it. I don't see it. I don't think they're going to go from Stafford to Baker. Like, I feel like they're going to upgrade some – like, they will upgrade more. But they don't have picks, so I don't know how they upgrade. That's the that's well, what I they're thought. In, they're going to be in a hole in a couple of years. That that team right. is in a disarray. Yeah, and I mean, on the subject of it not being fair for Baker, he's throwing. I mean, him and Ben Skoranek are the Walmart version of Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford. <laughs> True. So that also is like I got to watch my man do this again. So, but other than that, I can't really make sense of that move. Um, well, no, I make sense. Much, of I mean, I make sense of it to a degree. He was a he, look. He was number one pick four years ago. That's not that's not long ago. I mean, yeah. like you can you graduate high school in four years. Look how fast that goes, right? Yeah. So it's not too long ago. It was only one point three five million. It's worth a shot. If I mean Stafford's out, it's it's you're you're pretty much if if he plays well, maybe you can maybe you can use him as a backup or maybe possibly trade him and get some draft picks back. I don't know. Depending on how that's where a team is down the road you don't know what, what you know what happens with injuries next this year. is the first time too so, he has a legitimate and, head coach and maybe sean mcveigh can coach baker so that it's worth a shot I, I don't see why not i think he gets a lot of grace like you said because he is a first um 
a first pick, yeah, right? Sure. If he's a if he's a third round, fourth round pick, nobody's picking him up, right? Sure. I mean, your your chances are gone and over. I do think when healthy, he is a good quarterback. Not a great quarterback, but a good he's quarterback, capable. right? I think I mean, look good. what he did in Cleveland. Yeah, that's got to amount for something, right? I love you. <laughs> well, what, well, what about uh, Carolina? He was healthy this year. Yeah, but Matt Rule is was the worst head coach in football, and they were ranked by Pro Football Focus as the 32nd ranked team going into the year. So he went from clown show to clown show, as Skip Bayless would say. But an but opportunity is an opportunity. Yeah, it is. like when you when you're given the opportunity, you got to shine. However, Especially when you just like what just happened in Cleveland, you should actually like. I, I feel like you should elevate your game. I agree. And look, that's he, where I'm not I, making I, excuses for me because he did he did play poorly. I'm not saying that he played went there and played well. However, but he's not a Burrow, an Allen, a Mahomes, a Herbert. He's not going to turn around. Well, I mean, he did turn around Cleveland for two years, but he's not going to just. He's not able to just uplift subpar talent. Now, look, McCaffrey. I know he was a thing, but again, that offense was terrible. I don't know if it was all him. They were terrible years past too. So, you know, Carolina stunk and it was what it was. Matt rule was horrible. It's just an unfortunate situation. I know. Just like my, just, I know, but just like, if you're that quarterback, you elevate a team. I know. That's I'm all. with you. I'm with you. Absolutely. That's because why. if you put like a, a, a good quarterback on that team, I think they would do a little bit better than he did. They would have. He played abysmal yeah for them that's, so there's no defending him for carolina i defended right. him in cleveland but this year he was indefensible he and, should, I, and i can wear that i'm rooting for him i hope he yeah. does well and with the with me too the I'm rooting for him. honestly i really do i, I just I, ordered my jersey i mean i'm number 17 yeah all right boys <laughs> in the tonight's game we are taking raiders money line Love and it. then an alternative under 48 and a half so that's parlayed at a minus 115. i got one for you too i like Derek Carr passing yards over 249 and a half. Give me that all day long. The Rams are the 22nd ranked uh, against the pass, giving up 236 yards per game. But in their last three games, they have given up 301 yards through the air. And I like Derek Carr here. He's been clicking with Devontae Adams a lot more, uh, especially now when they're actually in the race. This is a, a, a must win for them. I love Derek Carr tonight. All right, so I am not a prop guy, but I put together a nice prop bet tonight. Let's hear it. All right. Devontae Adams, 80, 80 yards, 80 plus yards alternative. Uh, Foster Moreau, 25 yards receiving um, plus. Higby, 25 yards receiving plus. Akers, 40 plus yards. We talked about that earlier, and you said under. Yeah. I went over simply because of the quarterback situation. I think they're going to have to rely on the run. Derek Carr, 250 mm. yards passing, and then over 250 yards passing and then Jacobs and Adams to score a touchdown plus 3,100. I laid $30 to win a thousand. Woo. I love it. I love that. So I took, I took my first stab at it, but again, I don't want to stress to win $30. That's not what I'm about. That's probably why I lose my shorts every week. But, I mean, it is what <laughs> it, it is. Happens. We have fun on that. Did you do any other parlays? Um, I have the cam acres rushing under and then the minus six Raiders minus six. I think they cover that easily. And then I just put in that t um, same game parlay. It's technically a teaser um, Raiders on the money line and then under 48 and a half. I did a team parlay uh, 16 parlay for plus 2000 Steelers, Eagles, Bengals, Cowboys, Buccaneers, Chargers, $50 wins a thousand. Those were all money lines, you said? Those were all money lines. I, I I only bet money line. I don't bet spreads. When you're doing a parlay. 
period. Oh, period. Okay. Yeah, I, I very I take, rarely. I take spreads. I very rarely I do bet both. spreads because I feel like I'm always that guy that bets a spread and I lose by a half a point. You and I did it. We lost like 500 bucks each and we lost by a half a point. I forget oh what God. it was. We had the whole thing and then it randomly, he uh, like missed a field. The Texans. Or yeah, that's what it was. It was a Texans. <laughs> so that's why I don't do it that because for some odd reason, I cannot do that. I just can't do spreads. So I always go money line. Um, I love the odds, and that's the way I like to bet because I like to risk a little bit and try and cash in and win a lot. I agree. I'm you think you. Uh, Raiders cover the six here tonight? I, I do. do. I think it's I think it's uh, fairly easy, to be honest. The Rams just don't have it, and I don't – their defense is going to be out there a lot, and I don't care if it's Perkins, Mayfield, or um, Wolford. The offense is going to struggle. Yeah, I think they're going to cook the Rams tonight. And the, the Raiders are in Truthfully. a groove. They, they figured some stuff out. Yeah. They're in a groove. They won three straight. They're averaging 29 points yep. in that stretch. They rank top nine in scoring and yards per play. Um, yeah, like you said, Rams can't keep up with it. Their, uh, their offense sucks. 29th in points scored. 31st in net yards. 30th in rushing yards. Shell of an offense. Uh, yeah, I... We were talking about that before when we were doing our preseason predictions. And Mike was beating home the offensive line. Mm -hmm. And when I, um, when I did, when I was talking to you, I was talking about my fantasy trade, when I traded for Cam mm -hmm. Akers and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I was telling them after I'm like, I actually don't think it was all Cam Akers and Henderson's fault. I think the offensive line was so bad that there was nothing that the running backs could do. I mean, that's possibly true. Yeah. That's what I truly think would happen because I mean, the passing game struggled too. It was literally just drop back <laughs> three, three yards and throw it to Cooper cup. He was their whole offense. Once he got hurt, it was like, all right, well, what do we do now? Yeah. Do we go to Allen Robinson? We just paid him. He can't do anything. Yeah. He can't get separation. Talk what about a bust, to too, right? Oh, absolutely. That was supposed to be his wide receiver one season. Didn't he right? get paid three years, too? He got a three-year contract? Three years, 40 million. 40 million. So he got paid, too, and he is washed. He's a Kenny Galladay. Yeah. That's a great yeah. comparison. Yeah. He is. That's exactly what that's he exactly is. What ha that's exactly who he Sad is. Sad but true. Yeah. And Kenny Galladay got paid. He got bread. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think he has like seven catches yeah. in three years that he's been with them. So we're all in agreement on the Raiders smoking them tonight. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're definitely losing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that's right. coming. Um, <laughs> Wolford and the trio of Wolford, Perkins, and Mayfield are going to put on a show yeah. tonight. Um, I want to pivot real fast. Can we talk some Odell Beckham? Uh huh. <laughs> oh my God. This dude. Man. He went from being like, you're getting Justin Jefferson and you're getting him in mid December to not to now not possibly getting them into mid-January. And now they're saying he may not be available until 2023. Where do you guys see that entire situation? Because I'm I'm totally lost on it. Um, I think it's kind of just like pushing a narrative and it's like, oh, I mean, is it really that great? Is Odell really going to be that much of an impact if, if he comes to the Cowboys, if he comes to the Bills? I mean, we saw what he did when he came to the Rams, right? I mean, he, he averaged like 34 yards a game, I think, for the first four or five games. Okay. He got warmed up. Correct. So, but, but we haven't seen him come back from this injury, right? So, it's a second but, one. like when Jerry Jones, when Jerry Jones says, you know, oh, we got to see what happens. Like, people are like, whoa, Jerry's pumping the brakes. And it's like, yeah, I, I want to see you work out. I want to see you running routes. I, I want to see what you look like before I invest in you. I actually thought it was smart on Jerry's part. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, he said he was interested. Yeah, I'm interested. But then right. until further notice, yeah. you know, if you check out, then I'll sign you. But you didn't check out. I'm not putting a concerns. ring on it yet. 
Yeah, exactly. Correct. Do you think he could even be a factor? This no, year? he's not going to be a factor. He needs to get into a groove, and Correct. it's it's he, he doesn't have any like camaraderie with his team. You can't just jump into it in, in, into a team in January and then you know be be a, a Super Bowl piece. And it just doesn't work like that. Not for Odell. And the thing is, too, with Odell is I feel like. A lot of, I feel like NFL stars and even media members, I feel like he gets viewed still as a one, and he is not a one anymore. He's a low-end two, high-end three. I agree. That's where he thrives. The reason he thrived in Los Angeles was because he had Cooper Cup with 75 players on him. So he was, of course, he's going to trash the, the linebacker and the nickel cornerback mm -hmm. because he still can play. He just That's why I said like when Green Bay was talking about signing him, he never made sense for Green Bay. Because he wasn't going to be able to go there and duplicate uh, 120 catches for 1,500 yards. That's mm. not him anymore. He's a complimentary piece. So I just felt like, in a sense, I don't. I want to know how you guys feel too. Do you think the Cowboys like go into the Mavericks game and the all-out pursuit with the text messages and all the players? Did they come off as desperate to you guys for him? Um, I think after what Jerry said, I would say no. Right? I mean, when, when he said. You know, we got to see what it looks like and we're not we're not ready to jump in and invest that quickly i don't i don't think they look desperate i think it is a strong offensive team looking to add another piece uh but i wouldn't say desperate what do you think uh, i'm i'm right with you i i think they're smart to knock on the door i mean why not it's worth a shot right like an, a, a talent like odell can can change your locker room depending on how you view it right especially the wide receiver position and they have Michael Gallup, who's, who's been playing pretty well. I like Gallup. Right? Oh, and man. then the C.D. Lamb has been playing excellent football. Gallup, so though, needed to, to add, get into a groove. Correct. And then to add Odell. But the problem is, if they if they were at him now, I could see the fit if he could play right now. Mm -hmm. But if he can't, then it's worthless. He has to get into a groove. I don't see the if, like them being desperate. I see them being smart to knock on the door. And I, I don't see that. So I... I'm the opposite of you two. I do think it came off as desperate. Great point, though, in saying until Jerry Jones came out and said that. But until that happened, it was just like it was Odell or bust. Everything was about Odell. I feel like every time you saw a Cowboys news headline or something on Twitter, it was about Odell's meeting. Odell's coming back. Skip and and all these and all those guys were saying like, oh, he Marcus Spears. Oh, he needs to go there. He's the missing piece to the puzzle. And then now it's like, okay, we're not getting him. He can't help this year, even though he told apparently Micah Parsons that he'll be ready in five weeks. So the end of the season. But it's like when you see that, it's like, okay, so you were putting all your eggs in that basket. Like, can they get? I felt like in a sense, like, can that be deflating to a locker room that felt like they were getting him? I don't think it's deflating. No, your season goes on. Mm -hmm. You were rocking with the guys you were rocking with. You're winning. With I just the guys feel like the, the, the pursuit was so heavy. Because it's social media driven. I, th yeah. I think it's, it looks, it's all headlines, bro. I think it looks more desperate if you don't kick the shit out of the Colts 54 to 19. If you're losing games and you're dropping games and you're like, fuck, we're slipping in the <laughs> NFC East. Yeah, man. Let's uh, Odell. Are you we want to join? Like, I think that would look desperate, but they're handling teams. They're handled the Vikings. They handled the Colts. So I think if they don't win some of those games, it, it would have. Dude, it was 20 to 19. Good point. I felt like I went and shit. I was on TikTok for yeah. 20 minutes and I came back and I'm yeah. like 54. I'm like, what just happened in those, you know, 31? Yeah, minutes? I mean, they gave up a lot of opportunities. They threw picks, <laughs> fumbles, and returns. So I mean and they ran a, it up too. Yeah, they ran it up. And it was a lot close, it was a little bit closer than the scores would uh would show. But yeah, I mean, they're 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 handling business, man. I don't think, you know, when you when you're you know laying your nuts on a table like that, I mean, yeah, you can say, hey, you want to join? I don't think it looks 
doesn't look as desperate. Yeah, Dallas, um, I thought they would struggle to win eight or nine games this year, losing what they lost. And I was I because I thought their defense would take a step back. I never expected them to take five steps up. So Dallas has been one of the surprises for my predictions um from the offseason. Cause they just have been playing, they've been playing really good. I mean, Cooper Rush saved their season. Yeah, I agree. With that. Those three games or four or five games, whatever you play, I think five games going three and two or four and one or whatever. Um, he managed just, the game. It was crazy because yeah. when they, when Dak went out, um, 95% of the world was like another lost year for the Cowboys. I think Cowboys fans felt the same way. Sure. So, I mean, they, I mean, kudos to them. They will blow it. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. They will find a way to screw this up. And Let I'm me ask you guys a question. Um, if Odell doesn't sign with the Cowboys and he doesn't sign with anybody, does this hurt Dallas's chances of signing Odell in the offseason because he would feel some type of way of them not signing him then? Is not, he is he that kind of money. person? Do you see him being that kind of guy? Probably. I can see <laughs> that, right? Probably, right? I could see that, right? So well, he's got some diva think? in him. That's what I'm saying. I do and don't because it depends on the size of the check. But here's the thing. Oh, I don't see anybody paying bucks. him $10, 12000000 million a year. I do because of the market. I'm not I'm sorry. I meant to say 20 because there was rumors that he wanted 20 million. Excuse me on that. Oh no, 20 million now. That's now. what I'm saying. I don't see him getting that. But he may get 8 to 8 to 10 range, I would I would think, but I don't know because he's going to be out for another full year. He's getting older and it's his second ACL. Mm -hmm. And he's never been the most durable guy. When he came into the league, he I think his rookie season he missed his first four or five games. Apparently, he wants a contract like Michael Gallup's. My point. That's what I'm saying. How much does Michael Gallup make a season? 15? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, on top of my head, I don't know. I think that's steep. I don't know. what I think it, it, it was about. Uh, I don't know. Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head, to be honest. Um, I mean, whatever Randall Cobb got from the Packers... I mean, realistically, that's that is a great you know what I contract. Mean? Okay, and he got age. five years, sixty-two and a half million. So he got about yeah, about twelve million a year. Yeah. Okay. So you what you weren't you weren't off in your assessment? Yeah. So I figured that, but twelve million. I, I I mean, I don't think I'm taking that risk. I'd rather just go after a guy like Caleb. Yeah, a hundred percent. Caleb is better I, than yeah, him right I, now. Exactly. He's, yeah. He can contribute more. He's younger. He's you know, I mean, he had the ACL injury too, but but he um, yeah, but he's younger. Yeah. And he's a lot, he has legs. a lot more left on his legs. Right. Hundred percent. Uh, Phil, give me something real fast while we switch our topics. We are now going to talk about the guy that doesn't get talked about enough. Joe Burrow. Joey B. Joey B. Joe Cool. Why is he not recognized when we're talking about the elite of the elite? I need I need answers on this because I feel like he is never mentioned amongst that elite tier. That elite because he's not a rushing quarterback. He's not a mobile quarterback. I think mobile quarterbacks, your your Josh Allen's, your Patrick Mahomes, your Lamar Jackson's, uh, those players are looked at more as a premium. I'm in full agreement because they're getting you rushing yards, and, and you got to play fantasy into it as well, right? When you say, "Oh, he's valuable," and it's like, "Well, his fantasy numbers." Not saying that that translates, you know, in the NFL or whatever, but yeah. He is a part running back. Look at Jalen Hurts. If that if Jalen Hurts can't run, I mean, he's not as valuable to the Eagles. So I think the fact that he doesn't uh, run the ball is why people don't talk about him as being elite or doesn't get his flowers as he should. His proper ones. I kind of agree, too. I, I, everything you just said, I'm 
1,000 agree with. I say here all the time. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's about flash. He's not a flashy dude. He's a pocket passer. He can run on occasions, but he's more or less sitting in the pocket, delivering the ball to, to, to his wideouts. I mean, well, hell, he's got T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and, and Boyd. He should be. Boyd is. And, and, and also, he's he's not in a big market. He's in Cincinnati. It's not a big market. It's not like New York. If he was in New Great York, he would, be, he would be that guy. Great you know point. what I mean? So, like, I feel like it, it, it kind of matters in that sense. And, uh, I, I mean, you can also argue that Peyton Manning didn't go to a big market with, mm. the, with uh, you know, the Colts. But it was Peyton Manning. You right. know what I mean? Like, it, it was Peyton Manning. That's, that's a legend, bro. Mm. So, I, I mean, like, he's just not there yet. So, but he'll get his flowers one day. I just... Right now, I think everybody's just fascinated with the the running quarterback. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just it's social media material. It's flashy. Everybody loves it. It's attractive. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna agree. With, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think the most impressive thing is the situation he came into. Right, coming into Cincinnati, he's the first pick. Right. Yes. He's the first pick. Right. You go to a dog shit team. Look what he did to that team immediately oh, after his yes. injury. I mean, then he, rookie year. you know, yep. hurt his rookie year, then comes and takes his team to the Super Bowl, a, a team that had no business being there, right? I think that is the most impressive thing um, in his career so far. Because my thing is, too, is like you'll see, I see more headlines about Justin Herbert, yeah. who is, I made this comparison on Tuesday, who is like to me right now following the career trajectory of philip rivers mm -hmm. he's putting up numbers after numbers but he's not winning games i think he's nine, 19 and 21 or 19 and 22 as a starter um and then you know nick and i laugh about this i'm about to say this because i believe that joe burrow is better than josh allen mm -hmm. and but i feel like if you were to ask if you were to poll 25 people right now and i was included 24 would say josh allen with the exception of me i love josh allen yeah me too i love him. i'm such a now i fan. and i like josh allen too i don't I'm love him um he's awesome you know what the love fest has gotten out of control. You know why, though? <laughs> it's because he's a better athlete. Correct. Yeah. And that was that, my argument. And I say it all the time. Yeah, it's you know? about that. Yeah. And I laugh because he laughs at me all the time and says, dude, you really, you hate Josh Allen. I don't understand it. And I'm like, I don't. It's the love fest, the love fest. around <laughs> Josh Allen that I hate. And I do this all the time on TikTok and stuff. And I laugh because it's like Josh Allen is the only quarterback I've known that gets credited for losing games mm -hmm. it's like he lost that game and it's like wow did you see that throw on third and ten um dan orlovsky Mahomes was, gets that same pass too he does but he's at least won a super bowl and has been the four afc that's fair game, that's fair two super bowls that's fair but my thing is, is i'll never i was watching a monday night game dan or it was dan orlovsky's first monday night game and he and josh allen threw a ball over the receiver's head out of bounds it hit somebody in the stand he goes that is one of the best incompletions i've ever seen and i'm like okay yeah. i can't take this <laughs> right. anymore yeah, that's ridiculous. what is going on and i'm yeah. like okay the the irrational love fest of josh allen and these buffalo bills mm. have turned my stomach yeah i'm on an all-out attack yeah i, I just the Buffalo Bills are so fun to watch, yes, in my opinion. Me too. They yeah. have so many weapons. Josh Allen, one of the best athletes on the field. Do you think he is better than Burrow? Better than Burrow? Like, if you had to start a franchise right now, would you feel, would you take Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? I would take Josh Allen. Me okay. too. I mean, you could say I'm wrong. It's like fine, but just as a preference, okay. he can run. He's a big boy. He's got a strong big arm. <laughs> and then who knows what his situation would be if he's on a different team? He's got Stephon Diggs, the best wide receiver in football. So I don't know what he'll look like on a different team. That's up for debate. But if I were to start, I'm taking Josh Allen. He is a big, strong boy. He chucked the ball. Um, and I do like that he's a little bit riskier with it, you know? You Lay your nuts on Mahomes? the table. You I'm know? like kind of with you. You know, Are you taking yeah. over Mahomes. Um, 
I'm sick of the Mahomes love fest. Uh, like, uh, okay. you know, like, I like it. Yeah. See, this yeah. is, yeah, this now, is look, great. It is fair because Mahomes gets it too because Mahomes can do no wrong. I Never. will give you that no matter what. Like we were laughing. We were just talking about this. If he wins MVP, that award should just go. It's. I'll that, never that, talk about it on any platform. Yeah. I'll never mention MVP. I'll never talk about it. But yeah. If Hurts does not win. However, yeah. with Mahomes losing Tyreek Hill, I mean, I made the claim saying they wouldn't be that they were going to drop about ten spots on offense. I yeah. I, I was, was way way way, way I was wrong. Um. I mean, but what he's he still has Travis Kelsey. I mean, his running back situation I, is a mess. But you know, Juju's doing all right. You have props to Andy Reid too. He's Absolutely. Awesome. I mean. He made a winner out of Donovan McNabb. He made yeah. a winner out of uh, Nick. That wasn't it. Was Alex Nick, Smith. Alex Smith. Um, I mean, so you know, Andy Reid can coach. So, when Donovan was in, yeah, Philadelphia, he had no wide receivers. The one year he had the wide receiver, he went to the Super Bowl, albeit he lost it, and then the whole thing happened with McNabb and To. But it was Todd Pinkston. It was James Thrash. It was Ricky Prohl. It was Nay Brown. It was you know what I mean, Nate Billy Brown. McMullen. There were all nobodies. Uh, you know Reno Mahe. You know if the Bears draft Mahomes instead of taking Trubisky, he's not having the career he's having. No, you know what I mean. Not. I agree. So and that situation why, that he's put in helps him. I want to say this real fast, just to go a little bit off topic. That was why ev- the whole joke started with Baker, and that was why my defense was so strong of him because I was saying I'm like he took over a one and thirty one team. He almost won rookie of the year. He came in second to Saquon. He had won seven games his first year. The next year he won 11, went to the playoffs, almost beat Mahomes in the second round, beat Pittsburgh in the first round. Then he got hurt, had a down third year. And it was like, this guy thinks he can't play. But Kyler Murray, who's had one winning season in four years, was getting called top 10 elite. I'm like, he won three games, five games. He was 7-0, and lost the division this year trash mm-hmm. and it's like you know it's like okay so why isn't he getting that same love and well, that's where i an come athlete. off too. mobile quarterbacks he's an athlete fantasy so, points that's yeah, why you know, that's valuable. why the the big defense to me came because situations matter and that's why this year like look he's trash this year baker was trash but look where he went i mean it those things about sean mcdermott hell of a head coach josh allen he popped when year three when stefan biggs came on board mm-hmm. he was not good his rookie year so when you see things like that, it's like, okay, yeah, the situation 100% matters and who's the coaches. And I've said this before with Justin Fields. you got a defensive-minded coach, no offensive line, and the wide receiver you choose is Chase Claypool to see if he's got it. It's like, come on, man, give him, go get him a T. Higgins. Go get him somebody that he can target. Well, I, I say it like this. Justin Fields is like giving a Lamborghini to an eight-year-old, right? Yeah. Great athlete, good quarterback doesn't fucking matter because you can't protect them mm-hmm. i don't care mm-hmm. about protect the guy protect your investment you can have a chase claypool a cole command Jalen Hurts. I don't, does it matter you know i mean i don't care who you're throwing to i want protection first fix that o-line so he's not running around for his life yeah because how am i supposed to develop if yeah. i'm looking if i can't get through a progression how am i supposed to develop so i i always say like protect him work on that o-line because until that happens He's not going to develop. I and agree. you know what's funny, too, on the uh, off topic? You know who's played quietly a top 10 quarterback season, statistically? Jared G- Goff. Oh, okay. I was going to say Geno Smith. Well, him. Yeah. He's played top five, but yeah. arguably. <laughs> but Jared Goff is Powerful. having a good year. Very good offense. But my thing is, is good offensive line. He's protected. Mm-hmm. Now, look, Jared Goff, I don't want to say he's limited, but his ceiling is only but so high. Mm-hmm. 
but he's having quietly a very good year. That team is fun to watch. Yeah, the their Lions. defense I is, think they're fun is to watch. screwing them. Yeah, they are. That's what it is. Yeah. That offense is is pretty good. Their offense With scores. Smith I think and 20... Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is unstoppable at the I goal know. line. Yeah, I think they score twenty six or twenty nine points a game. Like you can win they're like legit. that. Yeah. I mean, not when you got the Broncos who were deemed to be, you know, contenders this year that, that scored 12 points a game. No, the Lions are not out of it. They're not. They're and not I out of for it. Them. They're not two games back. We were talking about this the other day. They're two games back. They're still in the hunt. Detroit's a top 10 rushing team. They are top eight in passing yards. Um, and then I didn't, I uh, can't find the, the scoring. Um, I'll have to look at that later. But, yeah, very good. Very good offense. And I'm happy for Jared Goff, too, because he was left to die there. How about, how about I agree? How about Dan Campbell, the head coach? Love him, love him. dude. I think everyone, I love that guy. Everyone, I, I want to play for him. I want him to come to my. I want him to come. To I want to run for him. Yeah, I want to run through a wall for him. I want him to come to my mom's on Christmas Eve. I want him to and do I my eulogy. The, 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 <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's a he's a maniac. But those are you can rally around him. Man. Yeah, he's absolutely awesome. The way like after a win and you see him about to have a heart attack, veins popping out yeah. of his neck, screaming, they're spitting his goatee, mm -hmm. and it's like. Wow, dude. Wow. That's inspiring. Yeah. Because he's just, he's rough and tough. He's you want to play overtime. Yeah. You're going to bite your kneecaps <laughs> off. You're going to knock you back down. I'm going to yeah. bite one off on yeah. the way up. That I love it. That was crazy. Awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. They're going to get that. down. We're going to bite your kneecap. I was like, where is he going with this? Yeah. The hard knocks is what, is what like got my attention. Yeah. Because that was awesome. The, the, the hard knocks, when I was watching hard knocks, <laughs> that was the funniest thing opening was, scene. That was the best. Ever. I texted him. I'm like, yo, you need to turn on. It was like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, are you up? He's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, put on hard knocks and just watch the first five minutes. I'm like, this dude is fucking nuts. Um, but I he actually, said, yeah, I'm doing push-ups in my living yeah. room right now. I was, I was pumped up. I go, so I went to sleep with a pump. I woke up, dude, all the veins were popping out. My wife's like, wow, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I was watching Dan hard Campbell. knocks. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna Wait, bite your kneecap. Yeah, he came in and changed the culture for the Lions. Right, that's what you needed a man like that to come in, change the culture. And, and and kind of implement we're here to win we're going to put up points and and yeah we're going to we're going to fight it out so I, I like what he's done there i uh let's pivot now to some games i want to talk about give me some games that you're looking forward to this weekend because i have one circled and it's mainly because of the line here um the vikings are minus two and a half yeah. i mean i'm sorry the lions are minus two and a half against the vikings so a five win team is favored against a 10 win team mm -hmm. What, what is that? I think they want uh, everyone to jump on the Vikings. So now that sports betting is so public, right? Everyone's got a DraftKings. Everyone's got a whatever. I think points bet. Points bet. Shout out. Shout points out bet. Points, points bet. bet. Dude, they give out mad free bets, by the way. Um, but yeah, I think they want the public to jump on the Vikings here. Say, oh, they're 10 and 2. I'm getting points. Okay. You know why you don't do that? Because the Vikings rank dead last in passing yards against. They're, they're terrible. T teams have been throwing all over them all season. They're giving up 400 yards per game to opponents. Even worse, they're giving up 450 yards in their last three games. Their defense blows. I see a statement win from the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> their defense blows. I actually like the Lions myself. Me too. I'm dead-ass serious. Me too. I have it written and down. It was mainly yeah. because of that line because like when you're looking at it, I had to like kind of double take when I was looking at CBS. I'm like, the Lions are two and a half. I'm like, you either really don't respect the Vikings or I'm missing something along here. And judging by those stats that you just revealed, those excellent stats, okay, I see where it's coming from. And the Lions are hot. Mm -hmm. They should have beaten uh, Buffalo on Thanksgiving. They really should have. I wrote down, this screams Vegas does not, doesn't trust Vikings at all. 
That's that's literally what I they wrote. Don't. They don't trust him. I love the Lions here. This is the Lions spot. Um, any more games that you're looking to? I got two more on here. Uh, I'm always looking forward to uh, a good old Ravens and Steelers classic. Um, just two divisional teams going at it. I mean, I I, I personally like that kind of style of football. I like the hard-nosed football. Um, they're always fun to watch. I'm interested to see how the Ravens um, respond without Lamar Jackson out this week. They're, you know, they got to win some games to to uh, secure that division, especially with the Bengals on their heels here. So I'm, I'm I'm interested in seeing that and see if they can if they can stay afloat and obviously the Bucks and the Niners. I'm looking forward um, to the Bucks and the Niners as well. Yeah. Um, and then my other one for me would be the Patriots and the Cardinals because anytime I get to watch T- Kyler Murray get his teeth kicked in, I'm here for it. And I, I will one. have a cone stuffed. I will have a nice hot cup of tea made with two <laughs> sugars and a little bit of milk. I will put my feet up and I will watch him get his teeth kicked in. What's What's crazy is Brock Purdy is a three-and-a-half-point favorite against Tom Brady. I, I, I love the Niners. My favorite <laughs> bet of the weekend is the Buccaneers' money line. It's we'll get f- to that. We will. Okay. But I don't understand. I don't care what team it is. Brock Purdy is a three-and-a-half-point favorite against Tom Brady. That's, that's telling me, yeah. Well, no, they're begging you to bet Tampa. And I'll fall for the bait the whole time because you really should bet the 49ers in that situation. I, that's what I'm that's because what I'm, there's no good reason that they're that doesn't make any sense. They're three and a half. Hey, remind, yeah, it's just it's the same logic as the Lions and the Vikings. Do you have any uh, games that you're on? How many games have you watched Brock Purdy play in? A half last week. A half. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. People are like, oh, the 49ers, they're gay can still operate. I'm like, bro, where the fuck school did he go to? Yeah. When did you see him play? Yeah. He was I just relevant. I just learned yeah, it. He yeah, was. the last Mr. thing. Irrelevant. That's all I know about him. I've never seen this guy play. So for me, story. Yeah. the only reason I know him is only reason. That's I- the thing, though. That, that gets me. It's a good story. Mr. Irrelevant beats Tom Brady. Like, mm. I, it's just one of those things. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, I just. Sorry, Chef. W- I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. Maiden name. So it's cool to see Purdy on yeah. there. But yeah, I just don't. Um, I, I haven't seen it. So I, I don't I don't know what I'm going to do. And it's always OK not to bet. That's, That's what you got to know. Sometimes it's just like, you know, I got all these buddies. Like, oh, what are, you, what are you playing in this game? But I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. But, but I'm a degenerate. I can't help myself. Yeah, I know. I but mean, like, it's easy to say that. Sure, but there's other spots, I think. Um, let's think about Brock Purdy, right? Is he going to be pushing it downfield? Probably not. So let's look at props from Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel coming around the corner, jet sweeps, things like that. Excellent. You know Excellent I mean? yeah. points. That's a great point. Um, so it doesn't always have to be the total or the spread or anything. Else. The total is at 37 and a half. <laughs> that's low, dude. I would bet under in that situation because that's a low line. And they're t- and I look, would go under. Tampa's offense has been sputtering to say the least they've been terrible dude i don't know not, not sputtering yeah. dude they've been terrible dude. they rank 27th in, in points per game with 18.2 it's like that's that's terrible you're 27th in the league I mean, in point score they're lucky to be six and six do you think do you think brady's showing signs of being washed um father time is undefeated and i don't, I don't know if we talked about that before but um, no matter how great you are, if you can't protect him, he needs time to throw, right? I mean, he's not a he's an old dude. He is what he is. He's he's obviously one of the greatest to ever play. Some people say he's the GOAT, he's got the most Super Bowl rings. That's awesome. But yeah, dude, what is he? 42? 45. 45. 45. Okay. <laughs> 42. 42, dude. He's so, playing a Super Bowl at 42. Yeah. yeah. So 45 years old, right? I mean, I you can't, I don't know if you could say wash, but that that opportunity, that window shrinking right every team's got it baseball sure. football whatever there's an opportunity window three to five years or sometimes it's smaller 
now it's it's kind of shriveling up. It's year to year. Yeah. He just I don't trust him. That's all I'm gonna say. He needs more. He just needs a little bit more. You don't trust more. him in, in the sense of the, this season or just yeah. and just oh no, general. yeah. Just this just do you this not trust him or do you not season. trust the Bucks? Uh um, is it a combination? Yeah, the Buccaneers. Yeah, the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. The team that he plays for. I yeah. think their head coaching stinks. Yeah, I think their coaching stinks. Mm, it's, personally, it's terrible. I think they uh I think their defense is pretty good. The defense holds up. Yes. The run game was non-existent for most of the season, so you're putting all the pressure on Brady to throw. Yeah, I was making it worse because Tom Brady, like, and I explained this too, he reminds me of the same stage that LeBron is in. They're still top players, and their talents are still up and sharp, but they can't bring the whole gang with them. They mm. need a little bit more help and a little bit more tug from everything now. They can't just – they can't prop up Ken Barrel Pronkins and George Hills. They can't do that anymore. Their skills are sharp, and they're still at the top of their game. It's just the physical aspect. They can't bring the whole gang with them. Mm. Well, they're also missing that big playability. Yeah. You well, know, Mike I, Evans I, has got to catch the fucking ball. Go into a slant <laughs> and running it 60 yards. Correct. Like, they don't have Antonio Brown anymore. He used to kind of do kind of plays like that. He, so he, he busted he, it open for him. Correct. Exactly. And now they have to take 12 <laughs> to 16 play drives to score a touchdown. The first fucking drive of the Saints game was a 16-play drive that resulted in a 15-yard field goal. That's deflating mm. for an offense. Yeah. And that's how they started the game. And that's how they started the game in Carolina when when when, when um, fucking Mike, Mike Evans, Evans dropped, dropped the ball. Wide open that, ball. That, that's why they lost. You can't yeah. start a game like that. It's deflating for the entire Especially team. Especially when your offense already blows. Yes. Carolina, the team who scores more points than them. Do they actually? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah they do. They're ranked 25th. Tampa's ranked 27th. Tampa's only averaging 18 points a game. That's that's just unbelievable. Does that's why, sense? to me, it leads to coaching because no while way. Tom Brady may not be what he was two years ago, he is not that bad, and that offense has played. The arm is still there. Absolutely. I don't question I don't that. I don't, care. I don't care. Anyway, yeah, I don't either. The only thing I would say, and I don't know if it's because the offense is bad, the only thing that I feel like this year with Tom is the, that I haven't always, that I've seen more routine, certain throws will be missed. Like, there are just some throws where, like the one the Julio we talked about. But again, I don't know if that's just the offense has no rhythm. They don't know each other. Or Did he, he underestimate his speed? Is he a touch, I, I don't know. I mean, Julio Jones. Ball. Can I can I bring up a different aspect? Please. So if your personal life is in shambles, are you performing I at work beat as this well? Home, dude, I beat this home in the beginning, too. Okay. Your family. Probably doesn't care that much for you, right? Your wife's divorcing <laughs> you. You got to put up with tablets. Antonio Brown's taking shots at you, taking shots at your wife. Um, these are all distractions, right? I mean, when I got stuff going on outside and I'm at work, you know, and you're trying to think, like, you're not going to be focused. You're not going to be frustrated. You know, your head's not in there. So I think this motherfucker, dude, he sold his soul for, for another ring or, or whatever. I would have loved to see him go off go live with your your family you've done enough that's great but you know when you got that dog in you dude you, yeah. you sacrifice you can't you, you sacrifice hard. some things and you lose some things the cost of greatness there's an absolute cost for it you're gonna lose lost his family because of it I because know. of this game of football and that's something he'll have to deal with but i think that plays a big role your personal life uh will carry over on the fields you can say i'm wrong but dude, i think it's that funny that you said that not a bad about him because having... it makes sense i mean that's that's he it's a, he's a human at the end yeah. of the day you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, it's a human I mean, element of, of, of life. Bro, we were talking about that. And it's like, dude, he's going through a divorce. You got all that shit going on. Like, it takes a toll when you have to be laser focused all He's not a robot. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it's like it's funny, dude, because it's when like you're saying like he's still got that dog, like he that fire isn't out. And like I still laugh. But Not that's that why I love him. This is a different, uh, yeah. totally different like competition. But my wife gives me shit sometimes when I play softball mm-hmm. because like with the baby and stuff like that, and I laugh. I'm like, oh, I still love it. Like I right. can't stop. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Dylan's out. I gotta play right center field today. And then yeah. I go there. I'm just drinking beer and hanging out with my buddies. But like I'm just laughing because I still love to play sports. Yeah. Like I still enjoy that, and I still have like I like to be competitive. I'm a competitive you're, guy. Right. Yeah, you're a competitor. I'm a com- I'm a competitor. Dude, I love it in every aspect of my life, whether yeah. it's at work. I want to be the best. When I do podcasts, I want to be the best. When I'm yeah. putting out social media content, I want to be the best. So like I have a respect for that with him. It's just like when you're 45, dude. You got three beautiful children, a, a beautiful wife. You won seven Super Bowls. You almost pulled off that miraculous comeback. Yeah. But instead of him taking that. And riding off into the sunset, he the way he ended that game, he was like, "I still got it. There's still more meat on that bone." Mm. And he, it, his mind didn't allow him to do it. But by the same token, if he retires, he's going to go crazy if he still has that hunger. I mean, he threw for 5,000 yards last season, so it's hard to walk away when you're walk away when you're still playing like that. Mm-hmm. But you can you can channel that into other things too. Derek Jeter you become a businessman. Well, he you know has any I mean? of the like, Fox he deal. He is. He's got the you know, TB12 brand right. that he does. Yeah, you know that but... full full go. You can make commercials. I mean, anything you want to do, he could have done, and he could have been great at it. But um, he it reminds me of Ric Flair. You ever see Ric Flair? <laughs> Motherfucker's like eighty years old, dude, and he's still legend. Yeah, like he still legend. gets in the ring and he like, still get he still best. gets coke. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen. There's a documentary. It's a thirty for thirty on him. Um, and it's the same kind of thing. Like he wants to be the center of attention, and he wants to wrestle, and you know, put on a show. I think and I did see that. Is that where really we talked about where he slept with more than ten thousand chicks? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that when yeah. it first came out. Yeah, but um, I mean, his son um <laughs> killed himself. He doesn't have a great relationship with yeah. his daughter, you know, his wife. So there was, like I said, the cost of being great. Uh, there's a price for that. So there is. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. To stay on the games, uh, give me a psychotic upset of the week. Mm. A team that it's an underdog that is going to pull off the win. I can start it off if you want. Do it. The Buccaneers. 0-3 in their last three road games. They're on a short week. They're playing Brock Purdy. They are beating the 49ers without doubt, in my opinion. Okay. Chef. Who you got, Nick? Or Chef, if you're ready? I'm I'm not. I'm All looking right, Nick, at... go ahead. You want to call me crazy? I like the Jets this week to beat the Bills. Ooh, really? Like that. Yeah, whoa, I whoa, whoa, whoa. The almighty, I do. unbeatable, I do, best man. quarterback to ever live, Josh I Allen. I think, I think this Mike White kid, I think he could play. I think there's something about him. The way his teammates talk about him, the way they respect him, they'll play for a motherfucker like that. They'll go to to war for him. Josh Allen, the almighty. They'll go to war for him. Give me anybody who goes to war for the quarterback. I know the Bills do too, but the Bills kind of get a little bit, you know, too diva-ish for me. This is the perfect spot for the Jets. Nice. I like, I, I, I love the Jets this here. This dude loves picking the Jets. I love the Jets. It's yeah. unbelievable. The Jets rank sixth against the pass, giving up 194 yards per game. Buffalo ranks third. Defense always wins. Look at the Super Bowls. When 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 Brady won, he had the best offense, played against a, a hot defense or the best defense. Defense always won. That's just the way the it Giants. is. I like it, and I, I think I think the Jets can score. So I like the Jets here. I think I think the line is disrespectful at nine and a half. I like the Jets right here. Love it, bro. Love it. Love it. I hope it happens so I could so I could go off on these Josh Allen boys. Not I have I have one to cover and then one to win. 
So I like the Broncos to cover against the Chiefs at nine and a half. When the Broncos are given nine and a half points, they're covering uh, over 90%, 11 out of 12 games. Very good defense going up against a very good offense. I think they keep it within nine and a half points. So that's just a cover. The biggest upset, I mean, this is an easy way out. I think it's going to be the Ravens over the Steelers. I've seen Tyler Huntley Huntley play last year when Lamar was out. (laughs) Really well. Kick him ball, dude. Like Absolutely. he is very he similar, play. very similar uh, play style. You know, another mo- mobile quarterback can still throw. It's only two points. I can see the Ravens in an upset, right? Total's only at 36. Going to be close. It's a coin flip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. Now, give me your iconic lock of the week, no matter what. This team wins. I will start it off. Joey B in the Bengals. He gets his first win versus the Browns. He's never beaten the Browns. Imagine that. Right. 0-5. Undefeated against the uh, undefeated against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and defeated against the Cleveland the, the Cleveland Browns re- led by D Masseuse. Yes. My uh iconic lock of the week, I got the Chargers over the Dolphins. I, I like this spot. Well. I like the spot here for the Chargers. It's going to be uh I think it's a, it's a primetime game. It's at home. They need it more than anything. I think Miami's a good team, but the travel and go to LA, it's a tough spot for them. I like the Chargers in that matchup. I'm sticking with the boys, the birds. They're going to go into, well, not in New York. They're still in New Jersey. But I think this is going to be, um, Giants need this game, right? Mm-hmm. Giants, if oh, they yeah, want to keep absolutely. their playoff hopes alive. Eagles know that. There's a division rival. I think they're giving, they're getting seven points. I think Eagle, Eagles handle business. Absolutely. Well, I, here's the thing. The Giants are still technically in the division race. Everyone if is. They, if they beat the Eagles, they're only two games behind. No, they're not. The Eagles will be eleven and two. Well, the the, the Giants are they have four losses. Oh correct? yeah, I'm thinking those right? the, uh, the Reds or and then the, they the Commanders right. seven They're, five. They got four one. losses. Yeah. Actually, they'll be a half. Yeah, yeah. Be a half game. So whatever. Sorry. But yeah, they'll have they'll have four losses. They'll have they'll be they'll be uh, behind two games. Eagles still got to play the Cowboys, and they still got to play the Giants again. Mm-hmm. So they're still in it. They're, yeah. they're going to be fighting for their life. Yeah, the the end of the season for mostly all the divisions, is go- like the AFC West, if the Raiders win tonight, the AFC West is going to get interesting. Spooky. They're up. They're up. Um, it's spooky out there. Um, the <laughs> NFC West, the NFC West now with Brock Purdy and Geno Smith is going to be interesting. Um, the, the NFC East is going to be interesting. The AFC East will be interesting. I mean, the Patriots are out of it, but the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins, they could all be with them. The Patriots aren't out of it. They're six and six. Yeah, and they're going to beat up on Kyler, so they'll be seven and six. So I get, they're, they're more of a long shot, though. It's harder for them to recover yeah. in that division. Um, but yeah, dude, like all those, all the division games at the end of the year are going to be, are going to be excellent. Mm-hmm. Because the seeding is not going to happen until week 18. Right. Legitimately for a lot of the league. Right. Like you'll have your, like the AFC one seed probably won't be decided until week 18. Mm. The the NFC one seed will be decided a little bit earlier because it's really between Dallas, Minnesota, and Philly. So, but. All right. Now I'm going to give, we're going to do our uh, one o'clock, four o'clock Sunday night, Monday night. And then we're going to pack up and watch the game. All right. All right. Bills minus nine and a half versus the Jets. You already know my pick, Jets money line. I am taking the Bills money line, but the Jets with the points. So what are we doing? We pick a money line and a... The money line and against the spread. Oh, okay. Bills minus nine and a half versus the Jets. See, it's at 10 right now. Um, I think it'll be closer. I'll take the points with the Jets. Bills win. Okay. Um, yeah, these were done when I sent these to you earlier, so I don't have the update. Call me an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pete. I uh, I sent these yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, so get with the fucking program. Yeah, man. Follow yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Can we cut? Yeah. <laughs>
Phil, turn his mic off. Yeah, turn it down. Uh, Bengals minus six versus the Browns. I have the Bengals both ways. I do as well. Me too. Was that the correct line? Um, it's at five and a half right now. It's probably – I saw it six yesterday. All right. Cowboys. Also, that's a great spot for a teaser. I like that with the Jets. Bumping the Jets all the way up to 16 or 16 and a half and then bringing down that Bengals all the way to a money line. Like Absolutely. It. Love it. Great, yep. great parlay. Um, that is. I actually really like that. Yeah, might do that. Yeah, I like to lose on that. I'll jinx this. I'll jinx this. Uh, Cowboys minus 17 versus the Texans. I am taking the Cowboys both ways. Um, I'm not. I would take uh, the points with Texas and then uh, the minus 1,698 money line with the Cowboys. 17 and a half points, bro. That is so much. And I know they blew out teams. They already did. They blew out the Vikings and they blew out the Colts. But damn, that's a lot. And... Davis Mills, Daddy Long next back. Yeah. yeah, I don't care who's back there. They gave up three defensive touchdowns last week to fucking uh, to, to to the Browns. Yeah, be masseuse. They're special awful. teams. Yeah, yeah, special teams look bad too. So Dallas's defense is like an offense this week too, right? Because they can score at they any are. possession. I feel bad for whoever is playing them in fantasy. I am. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 so yo, for the past four weeks. I've been doing this because I was trying because I was trying not to come in last. I I came in last. He played again. me last week. He had the Browns defense. I had thirty four points. Thirty four points. Dude, the last four they weeks. They played the Texans. I <laughs> picked up the defense that was playing the Texans, and they've been getting me thirty. They've been supplementing me and Jeez. getting me thirty points a week. Yeah. So it's been a brilliant tactic. Yeah. It's just I got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're 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 really bad. I like Dallas here. The Both Lions ways. minus two and a half versus the Vikings. I am taking the Lions on the money line and the on the money line and the Vikings with the points. I think the the uh, Lions come out in the end. A field close goal, game. late field goal, something like that. It's close. I, I got the Vikings winning by like a point on a on one of them late field goal type games. Exactly. Yeah, under a field goal, I'm taking the Lions on the money line and on the spread. Yeah, I'm with you. I got the Lions both ways. All right. Eagles minus seven versus the Giants. I have the Eagles both ways. Giants cannot score with them. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I think they are going to demolish them. I would take, I would probably take the points here. Really? Um, honestly, just because it's a divisional matchup on the road. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I got the Eagles money line, but I got the Giants with the points. I can give you some stats. Keep, keep on. I'm, I'm okay. going to find how often they cover. Awesome. Steelers minus two and a half versus the Ravens. I am taking the Steelers both ways. I think Kenny Pickett has been playing really well. And I think the Steelers are finding a groove. Mike Tomlin's got something to play for now because he can still not finish a season under 500. That's in line now. I think they won three or four in a row. They were in the doghouse. Kenny Pickett. This is why they, sh- this is the exact reason the way Kenny Pickett's played over the last three games, mm. which is why I said when he had a good preseason, you know, Mitchell Trubisky stinks. When it's close between a vet and a rookie, go with the rookie and get the experience. And that way he can kind of hit the ground running because you could have been in this because the division wouldn't have been out of reach. I mean, it's still not out of reach. It's unlikely, but they're I mean, playing they're three right. games back. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But they're playing. They're playing a lot better. So back to what I was saying real quick. Uh, when the Eagles have to cover seven points, covering at 58.3%. So seven out of 12 games. Also, the under 44 and a half, 14 out of 24 games. So that's 58%. So I think it's going to be closer because that under is hitting more often than the over. That's why I think I like that as well. Sorry. I would say that I I like the under, but for a different reason. I don't think the Giants are going to be able to score. Mm -hmm. 
Like if the Giants put up more than 10, I would be surprised. Yeah. Interesting. Who you got on the Steelers and Ravens? This game, I it's like it's like I, I love these kind of games because it's like divisional rivals. We, we talked about it earlier. Yeah, I, I love watching this game personally. Um, I'm gonna take the Steelers heel uh here. Heel? Yeah. Heel? I like heel the I, I like the Steelers here. Um I think Mike Tomlin is a great coach and they need this win more than the Ravens because then they can get back into the hunt. Being down two games as opposed to four, you're done, right? So this game means more to them. So I like the Steelers here. On the contrary, I would say I'm taking the Ravens both ways, spread and the money line. That was the mm-hmm. money line. I said the underdog would win. Tyler Huntley, got to keep the season going. Lamar may come back this season. They said it could be up to three, three, uh, one to three weeks. He's going to say, just keep us alive, man. I'm going to come back. Get it done. I want to ask your opinion real fast off topic before we go to our next game. Do you think Lamar Jackson, we asked to talk about this on Tuesday. Do you think that he should selfishly sit out and not risk what he has coming? Oh, no, I don't think so. See, I was more on the boat not to play because I feel bad for him because he should get paid. And I just feel like now it's a me and it's like, dude, your offense is terrible. Quick note, the, the Baltimore Ravens have never had a wide receiver make a Pro Bowl. Never? Never. They've never had a wide receiver make a Pro Bowl. How odd is that? That is, that is odd. I saw that stat, and I couldn't believe it. And I thought back, and I'm like, because I'm like, Anquan Bolden. Yeah. Like he got him on the back end. He started with the Cardinals. He went to them in the, in his latter in his latter years. Oh, wow. Interesting. Weird stat. Even Steve Smith? He was on the back end. Wow. But he had some good years with them. He did. With, with Baltimore. He did. Maybe he did. Maybe the stat was off. But I read that stat, and I was like, oh, wow. And then I Maybe. looked, and I couldn't find one. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, I was curious how you thought about Lamar. Yeah, no, I think he has a very good relationship with uh, John Harbaugh, and I think you see it a lot. Um, you know, when, when they're on the sideline, Lamar, you want to go for it? Yeah, yeah, all right, let's go for it. I think they have a very good relationship, um, team-oriented. I don't think he's the kind of guy that would sit out. Me neither. I think he's just a baller. Me too. Um, I, I think, love Lamar Jackson. He, I think he's just uh, so successful because he's always the best athlete on the field. Absolutely. Right. I've watched that before. Suddenly, yeah. Ex- excellent point because I love I love Lamar Jackson. Big fan. Next up, Titans minus three and a half versus the Jaguars. I have an upset. I think the Jaguars beat the Titans this week, and I think the Titans lose their third straight. Derek, that offense is not moving. Derek Henry's been really, really struggling for whatever reason. He's been getting locked down. Last week he had 11 carries for 30 yards. Um, I like the Jaguars in this situation. Just a hunch. It happens, bro. LT got shut down too. I know, but he wasn't. But he didn't. I didn't have LT in fantasy that and, year. And and actually, the Eagles shut down LT. Remember, like back in the day, like like twenty yards. LT or something. is still the insane. greatest fantasy player of all time. The best ever. The yeah. the, the greatest. Birds birds held uh, Derrick Henry at thirty yards. Yeah, which is pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. I want that was a game I needed him to go off too. I haven't fantasy. I yeah. really needed him to give me a buck fifty and about four touchdowns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway. I like the Titans. I like the Titans here, and I like the Jags with the points. Jags with the points. Jags on the money line. Ooh. They just, they just. Uh, you, you said it too. They just hire or fired their GM, right? Yeah. Fucking uh, AJ Brown, AJ Brown got goes that off. Guy got him fired. fired. That's crazy. I like that for them though. Yeah. Because Rabel's got all control. Yo, do you think Rabel's a top five coach? I think so. I also believe. I love Mike. Brown. He's awesome. Yeah. You give him a good, uh, like a fucking quarterback. Yeah, he's never had a quarterback. His he, def- he, he builds Danny defenses, though. Right. 
His defenses find a way yeah. to keep him in the games. Yeah, a very non-sexy team, right? But he's always in the hunt. They're old school. Yeah, they run right. the football and play good defense. That's yep. it. Yeah, and their quarterback is mediocre. Right. He can move the chains from time to time. Passes under fifteen yards. Yeah, yep. correct. Um, Methodical right. drives. That's right. how they. That, that that's how they're built. Four p.m. Chiefs minus nine and a half versus the Broncos. I have the Chiefs both ways. The Broncos are terrible. Russell Wilson is a bottom three quarterback. Yeah, I got the Chiefs both ways. I don't. I'm, I would never bet the Broncos ever again. Me too. And I would bet the under. I don't care if it was twenty-one points. I would bet the under because that team can't score points. Yeah. Number one bet. Number one rule in sports betting. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Taking the points here with the Broncos. Like I said, when they're when they're given nine and a half points, eleven out of twelve games. Also, the under has hit eleven out of twelve games. So if you like, does even if you don't want to side, take the under eleven out of twelve games. That under is probably going to smack again. But I do like that nine and a half. Like I said, very good offense with the Chiefs going against a very good defense in the Browns. That's true. Broncos, sorry. That's true. Yep. 49ers minus three and a half versus the Buccaneers. Upset. Buccaneers and Tom Brady win this game. Is it really an upset though? I mean, why? Technically right? speaking, yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't view it as an upset because, yeah, it's Tom Brady and Brock Purdy. Like I can't say. I said that seventy-five times so far on the show tonight. But I, I just, I can't see Tom Brady. The bet is the Niners. You're right. It is, but it, but Tom Brady's not. Losing. But I'm taking the Bucks. Who didn't know that? Period. Yeah, I, I would just take the Bucks on the the spread here. It's at three and a half right now. I love that hook. Um, the 49ers minus three and a half is at plus one hundred right now. That should tell you something. So I would take the points here with the Bucks. Are you taking the 49ers on the money line? Um, I, I I said earlier I don't trust the Bucks and Tom Brady. I said I haven't seen Brock Purdy. So <laughs> give me the I would take the Bucks on the money line plus one forty five. Give me the goat. That's fine. Awesome. Awesome. Seahawks minus three and a half versus the Panthers. I got the Seahawks both ways. I with you. Yeah. yeah. I actually think the Seahawks they're have, a dark horse team. And they have a lot to play for now with Jimmy G out because they can win that division. They're I only know. a game back. Yeah. They yeah. are one game back. Do they play again? I think they play again. I believe so. So yo, that team's scary. Quietly. Because like silent assassin. We were talking about this on the last pod, but they're they're that team that like you just don't want to play because they have nothing to lose when they're in the playoffs. No expectations. No expectations. Either, right? They have nothing they play, to lose. They play next Thursday night. They're gonna have the most 49ers fun Seahawks. That's a dangerous team. The most dangerous guy is the guy that's got nothing to lose. Exactly. Right? You don't fuck with guys like that. <laughs> yeah. Well said. Guys exactly, got, I said that last pod. Yeah. You yeah. don't fuck with people like that. Right. No, they got real. nothing to, you know, I got nothing to lose. Yeah. I'm good. I don't want to play you. I got plenty to lose. They're yeah. going to be that team. That, that's that's the team. Sunday night football. Dolphins versus the Chargers. Nick already brought this up. I have the Chargers. I love them in this spot. I think they have more to play for. And the, char- the Chargers are a weird up and down team. But I think that they, I think they beat the Dolphins and hand them their second straight loss. I take, uh, I'll leave the the three with the Dolphins here and take them on the money line. Okay. Very good offense, um, and like you said, I the Chargers very inconsistent. They're so to me. they're such a yeah. weird. They're a roller coaster. Yeah, I mean they're six and six, and nobody's panicking about them. But they, but the Bucks are six and six, and it's like oh my god, the world's falling. So true, dude. It's crazy. It's whatever, but it's fine. Monday night, Patriots minus one versus the Cardinals. Give me the Patriots all day. I want them to put foots in Kyler, <laughs> and he'll be home by 1130. His mommy could tuck him in. She could read him a bedtime story, get his milk and cookies, and he could play Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, week by week, I'm becoming less and less of a fan of Kyler Murray. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to the Patriots. I would take – I'd lay the two there under a field goal for it's sure. now? I see – yeah, I have it at two. Okay. So, it went up. Yeah. Give me the Patriots. Awesome. Yep. Peter, uh, Phil, can you hit it for me, please? 
Peter, thank you for joining us. That was awesome. That was great, man. Right? I love it. That. that was great. You got to come back again. Yeah, right? absolutely, man. Absolutely. Let's um, talk about it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Um, round of applause for Peter. Yeah, it was man. excellent. Uh, gave us great betting advice. I'm going to pass it off to Theories, and we will see you guys on Monday. On Tuesday. Yeah, man. Shout out to the chef, man, for coming on. This is the second time on. It was a great show. We appreciate everybody watching. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and we will see you guys next week at PI, baby. What's up? All you lovely people. Please subscribe.